This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is True Crime Psychology and Personality where we discuss the pathology behind some of the most horrific crimes and those who committed them from a scientifically informed perspective. I'm Dr. Todd Grande. I have a PhD in counselor education and supervision, and I'm a licensed professional counselor of mental health. Dr. Todd Grande, that's my YouTube channel. This question is, can I provide an update on the case of Gabby Petito? First, I'll go through a quick summary of this case. I provided a more detailed one in my initial video on Gabby Petito. This summary does have some new information that has come out since I made the last video. After I complete the summary, I'll provide an update that's current as of the time I'm making this video. This is September 20, 2021. Moving to the summary, this case takes place from July through September of 2021. 22-year-old Gabby Petito and 23-year-old Brian Laundrie lived in Northport, Florida, in the same house as Brian's parents. The couple was romantically involved, having become engaged in July of 2020. After visiting her family in Blue Point, New York, Gabby and Brian took off on a cross-country trip driving a 2012 Ford Transit. The van was white and appeared to be slightly modified to function as a camper. They departed on July 2, 2021, and documented their journey on social media. Over the next several weeks, the couple visited many different attractions, like national parks, in places like Kansas, Colorado, and Utah. They took plenty of pictures and posted them to Instagram. On August 12, in Moab, Utah, a witness reported an incident to the police. According to the 911 call, the witness described a male slapping a female. Both of them drove away in a white van. The Moab police pulled the couple over, and based on the body cam video, the story was that Gabby had struck Brian. So what the witness reported was different than the story that seemed to come together at the traffic stop, although it is possible that each one of them was both a perpetrator and a victim. The police determined the situation represented a mental health crisis instead of a crime. Brian was taken to a hotel for the night, and Gabby stayed in the van. According to the Daily Mail, from August 17 to August 23, Brian was back in Florida helping his father do something with a storage unit. After this, he returned to Utah. It's not clear if this really happened, but again, it was reported in one place. So we'll have to wait for more information to corroborate that. Gabby Petito was spotted on August 24. The couple was leaving a hotel in Salt Lake City, headed for Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Gabby made her last Instagram post 45 minutes away from Salt Lake City. 
On August 27, Gabby's mother received a text message from Gabby's phone, which her mother described as odd. It read, Can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. Stan is an apparent reference to Gabby's grandfather, but Gabby never referred to him as Stan. That same day, August 27, the operators of a family travel YouTube channel appeared to capture video of the Ford Transit van in Grand Teton National Park's Spread Creek Dispersed camping area. The video was taken from their vehicle as they drove along an unpaved road. Looking at the video carefully, it appears as though somebody closed one of the rear doors of the Ford Transit as their vehicle approached the van. The door that looked like it closed was on the right side when looking at the van from the rear. On August 29, at about 5.30 p.m., Brian Laundrie allegedly made contact with a TikTok content creator named Miranda Baker. According to Baker, she and her boyfriend picked up Brian in Grand Teton National Park after he approached them and asked for a ride. He wanted to go to Jackson, Wyoming. Before he entered the vehicle, Brian offered them $200, even though the trip was only about 10 miles. Brian told them that he had been camping for multiple days without his fiancée, who was working on their social media page back at the van. When Baker and her boyfriend specified that they were headed to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Brian became alarmed and told them to pull over so he could exit the vehicle. He didn't appear to understand that people often referred to Jackson, Wyoming as Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Brian's intention was to walk across the street to a parking lot and try to catch another ride. Baker said that it didn't appear as though Brian had been camping for a couple days, as he specified, because he was clean and did not smell bad. On September 1, Brian showed up in Florida driving the 2012 Ford Transit. He was alone. He didn't talk to the media or law enforcement, and he retained an attorney. Ten days later, Gabby was reported missing. On or about September 14, Brian Laundrie disappeared. Ostensibly, he went for a hike in the Carlton Reserve, which is a 25,000-acre county park in Sarasota, Florida. The family went searching for him on September 15. They found the Ford Mustang he was driving. It had a note on it from the police, which apparently demanded the vehicle be moved. I guess it was parked somewhere it wasn't allowed to be. It doesn't appear as though the police found out Brian was missing until a few days later, on Friday the 17th. The police searched for Brian, but were unable to locate him. They have given up searching in the reserve, but they're still searching in other places. On September 19, 2021, in Wyoming, the authorities found a body in the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area in Grand Teton National Park. They said the body matches the description of Gabby Petito, but the identity has not yet been confirmed. The police executed a search warrant of the Laundrie family home and referred to it as a crime scene. It appears as though they were mostly interested in electronics. At the time making this video, no one has been charged in connection with this case. Now moving to my analysis. During the first video I made about this case, I talked about the various theories. It appeared at the time that one viable theory was that Brian was somehow involved in Gabby's disappearance. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, 
and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Hi, I'm Matt Harris. Seton Tucker and I host the podcast Impact of Influence, which for two years covered in depth Alec Murdoch, who was eventually convicted in 2023 of murdering his wife Maggie and son Paul. That story continues to evolve, and we will cover that. Plus, we will tell you stories of other true crime events that have happened in the South. Please join us on Impact of Influence. And give us a follow on the Impact of Influence Facebook page. A few events since that video appear to support that theory, namely the fact that the body the authorities found in Wyoming is likely Gabby, and the fact that Brian Laundrie has mysteriously disappeared. It's worth noting that that doesn't mean he was involved. There are still other possible theories. For example, Gabby could have done something to herself, and Brian simply fled the scene. There are three updates I want to analyze, which potentially directly or indirectly speak to Brian's frame of mind. One I think is probably insignificant, but the other two may very well be notable. The first one is about a book that Brian was reading. On a video they posted on YouTube, Brian appears to be reading a book by Jeff Vandermeer titled Annihilation. The book was published in 2014. It was made into a movie in 2018. In my opinion, it was a bad movie. The title is what I wish would have happened to the movie itself, but many people liked it. Some people have made the connection between this book and the idea that Brian may have been involved in a crime. Annihilation is about four women who go on an expedition into this mysterious and uninhabited Area X. This book is not about serial killers or anything like that. It's really more of a sci-fi psychological thriller. I don't think it has anything to do with this case. The second item I think is probably more important. This was an interview with a 21-year-old woman named Rose Davis of Sarasota, Florida. She described Brian Laundrie's relationship with Gabby. Here's a summary of what she said. Much of this is paraphrased. Brian was a jealous, manipulative, and controlling boyfriend. The couple was getting involved in arguments more frequently as time progressed. On one occasion, Brian took Gabby's identification so that Gabby could not go out to bars with Rose. Brian did not appear to approve of Gabby's relationship with Rose. He didn't want Gabby to have friends. He was constantly worried about Gabby leaving him. Brian had strange episodes, which became so bad that Gabby had to sleep at Rose's house. These episodes would involve Brian hearing voices and being unable to sleep. Brian could appear to be polite and caring, but he was also a little weird, according to Rose. Rose also talked about something else, which I thought brought clarity to an issue from my first video. Gabby's mother believed that Gabby and Brian were not engaged, but clearly Brian believed that they were, or at least 
That's what he said. He referred to Gabby as his fiance. According to Rose, Gabby and Brian told Gabby's mother that the wedding had been called off, but in reality, they were still intending on getting married. I think Rose's interview is important because it implies that the relationship between Brian and Gabby was destructive and getting worse. It suggests that he was having potential mental health symptoms like voices and that he was controlling. When one person tries to dominate the other in a relationship, that is a very bad sign as far as the outcome. Many cases that involve one romantic partner killing the other feature a relationship history where the homicidal partner was controlling. The third item I want to talk about is the alleged encounter between Brian and Miranda Baker. Again, she is the TikTok creator that allegedly had an encounter with Brian. This is important for a few reasons. One, Miranda didn't believe that Brian was telling the truth. He had not been camping for several days, as he indicated. Two, he offered them $200 for a very short ride, as if he really wanted that encounter to be something they remembered. And three, he specifically mentioned his fiance working on the social media website, as if to say, hey, look, Gabby is definitely alive right now. So based on this encounter, it looks as though Brian could have been trying to establish an alibi. And an alibi is only useful if the people who are providing the alibi remember that it happened. So again, that's where the $200 comes into play. This case is tragic for a few reasons, but mostly because Gabby Petito has died. It is the worst possible outcome that everybody was hoping would not happen, yet many sensed that it would be the outcome of this narrative. Perhaps at this point, one lesson that can be learned from this case is that relationships characterized by manipulation, volatility, and domination often have a gruesome, agonizing, and regrettable conclusion. This has been True Crime Psychology and Personality from Ars Longa Media. This content is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.